New episode, new sponsor. Ooh. We're talking... Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique Mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness, of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Uh, this was a fun episode. Things not only got real, but they ended up becoming... Um, oh, no. Sorry. I just wanted to say that they got real. They didn't uh, get anything else. They you guys, were honest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were honest, too. All you guys are going to love it. <laughs> All things considered, you guys will really like it. Enjoy. <laughs> Sticky situation, Jake and Amir put your ass on blast. Now don't go making a fuss, cause this shit's hosted by us. You're listening to the one and only Advice Podcast. Welcome to the podcast show, Jake and Amir will make you oh, oh, oh. If you're feeling hashtag dog, take a break and let them make you oh, oh. What genre of music was that? Bond, James Bond. Oh, yeah. So it was like cool electric guitar. Right. Yeah, it's like... And then just like, it would be me in a tuxedo walking around. That sounds nice. you're in your underwear eating cottage cheese out of the container behind me. What Bond movie is that? (laughs) It's, uh, you play like this very, you play like Bond's lazy roommate slash cousin. What's his name? Gary Bond. Also, are they related? Yeah, they're cousins. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Cousin slash roommate. So. Got it. James and Gary. Gary Bond. That was written by a guy named Amir. Can you imagine that? An a Amir guy. so talented he can make that song. 
crazy. Uh, but it's Amir with an E. Ah, uh, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> if only his parents had a different name for him, he wouldn't have been able to do that. So thank you, Amir Iqbal, for making that cool uh, theme song for us. We, I wanted to you to. We were just about. We were talking right before we recorded, and I said, "Oh, this would be an interesting conversation for the podcast." Uh, you, <laughs> you walked into my room where we were recording, and as a joke, I hid behind the door and I yelled "boo" at you, <laughs> uh-huh. and you almost dropped your phone. No, that was the. I I wasn't even afraid. Uh, the, yeah. Don't misrepresent me. <laughs> but you did. Dro- you were on your phone. I was on my phone, and yeah. I like made a joke about if I was afraid and yeah. I dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the question is, if I yelled boo and you dropped your phone, your new phone, and it cracked right. and it broke, I, is it my fault or do I owe you cash I really for think, it? yeah, I think it's a discussion because <laughs> it's really interesting because it's not like you dropped my phone because then no. it's like, of course, I'll pay for you. I'll give you yeah, money. I didn't hit it out of your hands. Right. So Physically. <laughs> it really could be a stalemate. <laughs> but I did, but I did force you to drop it. Right, but like, like it is even... on, it's on me that I dropped it. Oh, right, but I was like afraid, and yeah. I reacted in a way that broke my phone. Right, like what if I didn't try to scare you? What if you were just accidentally scared by me, and that caused you to drop your phone? Am right. I still responsible? Yeah, but you, if I think this is what would happen if I did it to you. <laughs> I would get you a new phone, and if you did it to me, I would get myself a new phone. So either way, you're getting a phone. Also, if you did it to me, I would sue. <laughs> Even if you have you sued me, me a lot, yeah, I think there's I've several sued you. pending lawsuits. class action lawsuits <laughs> against you. That's a lawsuit. The California, the state of California versus Jake Hurwitz. <laughs> That's me. That's my nickname in court. I call myself the state of California, baby. Uh, so, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the whole internet, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Um, and this, what do I say now? Do I describe the show, or do we, like, do other stuff? Usually we tickle each other for a bit. <laughs> this is, I have amnesia, and you're teaching me how to be me again. And then what do I say? And then you, and then you uh, tweet a picture of your penis, and you give me money. Oh, that's yeah. Right so, now during the show, I do that every single episode. Why do you want? Why do you want me to shame myself before I give you cash? <laughs> I think it'll be silly. <laughs> Would I get kicked off Twitter for that? I think you're allowed to post pictures of your penis on Twitter. Yeah, I think you're allowed to post tweets. <laughs> Because it's it, it, can you? Uh, I don't know. I've definitely seen them on there. No, I bet you can't. Because then there would be a lot more. Like if you're a a porn star or a a nude model on Twitter, wouldn't like wouldn't a lot of people just post their photos on Twitter? Yeah, Nudes? porn stars post nude photos on Twitter, but not on Instagram. You're not allowed to on Instagram. So you're not allowed to on Instagram, but you are on Twitter. I don't know what. Maybe they're just more. It seems like it wouldn't ever be encouraged. I don't know. But this, maybe. Is, this is why we're losing to China. I swear, dude. Because they let people post on Everything. nude things yeah. everywhere. On, on Alibaba. China. You can yeah. go on Alibaba. That's why I bought that Alibaba yeah, stock. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you, you only invest in things tangentially related to tits. I've got one stock. Yeah. There. Yeah. And you have, oh, you have one share. I have a bond. You have there. a single share of Alibaba and one bond, U.S. Treasury bond, <laughs> a T-bill, a uh-huh. five-year T-bill. And then T-bill. stamps. Yeah. <laughs> What I'll do is I'll... They'll never depreciate. Of course they will. What? That's the stupidest thing. They never depreciate. Yeah. Yeah, 33 cent stamp. 
yeah. those that money will be worth less in five years. Right, but the stamp will yeah. always be worth the same. <laughs> right, that's but the value understand. of the stamp will go down. Well, sure, sure. Of so course. why why even buy the stamps? Just like you, by the way, you have so many stamps in your room. <laughs> uh, real, real quick before we get into the show, doesn't this seem like an article you would see on like the front page of like a, a fluff news st- like site like Yahoo News or maybe BuzzFeed? It's like. Guy sends a hundred envelopes with stickers instead of stamps. Click oh. here to see how many like got returned to him. That's interesting. So you just buy stickers. You don't even buy because a stamp is basically just a sticker that says something on it. Right. So like, what if I just put I uh, put uh, on like an it envelope? Have to scan anything? I don't think so. I think I could just put like a little dinosaur stamp on an envelope and give it to the like. Is a post off postman really going to be like so busy like making sure this one letter doesn't go through? I don't know. That's just a little life hack for you guys. It'll be fun to try. Buy buy stickers. People's rent checks are just lost in the mail forever. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by stickers.com. The only way to send stickers online. Uh, so how does this show work? People are in need of our advice. So they'll email us if at ifireyoushow at gmail.com. We read through these emails and we answer a few of them on the show. We dispense our advice on the podcast. Thoughts? That was actually really nice. It wasn't like as brief as it could have been. No, but it, but was, it, did it was conversational in tone. It explained the story. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have your own questions, you can send them to if I were you show at gmail.com. Uh, as for now, let's fucking get this party really started. Um, Thank you. These are real emails from real people, but we're going to need to give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. Okay. Um, what are you thinking? Um, well, why don't we do people from the football game we were just watching oh that's it's gonna really show how how last minute we recorded this show but i yeah. guess that's kind of cool true it's like you're listening to this and we 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 spoke it seven hours before yeah, it went this online. is like borderline live yeah this is as close as it can get except for when we have a live show for instance in austin for instance in houston <laughs> january 24th and january 25th at Aston at the north door and at houston as part of the come and take it comedy festival um all right, first question comes from somebody we'll call Marshawn Lynch. Very nice. Beast Mode writes, Hey guys, love the show and super excited to hopefully see y'all live in Austin. Oh, at the North Door. That's right. I have a dilemma though. I've been dating my girlfriend for around nine months and everything is going well except for one thing. I don't like her friends. They are obnoxious and aren't intelligent academically or socially. I've tried giving them a chance, but they just grind my gears. I can't understand how she continues to be friends with them. My question is this. Should I say anything to my girlfriend about how I don't like them, or should I just remain quiet and bend over and take it? Also, any other ideas you have would be helpful. Thanks for your help. Love, Marshawn Lynch. (laughs) Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I've never dated someone who's friends i hate all of them because that doesn't that just mean that that person is bad yeah what are the odds there's one cool lady in a group of so many terrible people i think if you yeah if you hate like 10 people yeah then you are then you're hateable <laughs> you're the bad too. you're the bad yeah um but also like what are you talking about yeah I'm going to tell, like, they're not your friends. Yeah, well, should he say anything to her? Like, he's going to break her the news? Hey, I'm sorry to tell you this, honey, but I, friends, your friends are bad. They're bad, so don't be friends with them. <laughs> and then I'll have my friends and you, and you'll have me and no one. And I think that's good. All right, good talk, slaps her ass. 
<laughs> she giggles. Hey, you're going to stop seeing your friends. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, they're not intelligent socially. <laughs> uh, or, or and what? that really grinds my gears. You know that. <laughs> or academically. The way they're not intelligent academically or socially. Yeah, I look at... What does it mean to be socially intelligent? Like, uh, you know, like being able to hang out in a group setting and not like out yourself as a weirdo. Uh-huh. Like if you're like a cool person that gets along with everyone, you have great social intelligence. I see. Yeah. Okay. So like, I'm like in the middle. Like I can't if I'm not having a good time, I show that on my face. Right. But then like you know some of those people are like, oh, this is such a good guy. He can hang out with anyone. He's so fun and friendly. Yeah. Very. Easy yeah. Guy. Yeah. Like who's an example of someone like that in your life? George Basil. Yeah, he's like sort of just a happy chameleon. Uh huh. So you put him in a group of like sports fans, he can like get into it. Uh, be interested you put him in a group of like movie nerds music nerds he's socially adaptable very socially intelligent yeah and then uh so who's exam- an example of someone that you hate like someone that you think secretly you've been uh feeling or harboring ill will towards that they don't know but ideally they listen to the program so like this is your right like i would say john wolf Really? Yeah. So yeah. John Wolfe at our office. That's funny because that would have been that's yeah, mine too. I know. I, yeah. I saw what you right. when I said. Well, we, you said, which person I, you you said hate. John. Yeah. I said yeah. I yeah. mouthed Wolf at the yeah. same time. Yeah. yeah. You started howling, and then yeah. we knew. Yeah. <laughs> so he's an he's a complete idiot. Right. He's a moron. Well, he's not just a moron. I think it, a moron lets him off the hook too. Much. <laughs> yeah. Because I think he makes decisions to be bad. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Oh, so moron is sort of blissfully ignorant, and we're yeah, talking I think about a moron can be happy. Yeah. He's he's, he's a, a missing on purpose you know i've actually seen him um rob rob charities how so he (laughs) that's actually his nickname (laughs) rob (laughs) chair hey i'm rob rob charities oh that sounds nice but now that i think about it rob charity (laughs) you rob charities (laughs) no um at mcdonald's john wolf um will just like take the ronald mcdonald's oh out of the the coins he'll put it like he'll put um a little piece of gum on on a toothpick you know what he does he has coins out (laughs) he also has dummy dimes yep so like those things at the supermarket where you have to like it's the march of dimes you put in dimes yeah he'll spend thousands of dollars making dummy dimes it's crazy he they they think it's filled up so nobody else can donate and then they go to cash it in yeah and it says like it, it is a picture of FDR. He gets it engraved. But on the back, it says, you've been had. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him at a bar 100% on purpose because he'll do this regularly. <laughs> sure. Um, as soon as somebody, like, he knows someone's carrying drinks back to, like, a table of friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, a friendly person just bought their friends around a shop. Around, yeah. yeah. He'll back up. Like, look at them. And then back up really swiftly. So they'll drop all the drinks. Oh, so all they have the a tray floor. of, like... And then he'll say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, let me get you, let me get you another round. And then what does he do? And then he's like, you guys are sitting over there. I'll bring it over to the table. And then yeah. he'll just never, he'll leave the bar. Oh so my like, God. They'll drop all the drinks on the ground and then lose their spot at the bar and then not get drinks. You know what else I saw him do? What? Uh, when I went to, when I went to college, a lot of times people would do hunger strikes. Oh yeah. So like if like somebody was so like, uh, socially outraged at something, he would sit on campus and he wouldn't eat. Right. Right. So Wolf walked by one of these guys. 
and he he had these empty wrappers of fun size Snickers, uh-huh. and he would like toss them next to him. Wow! And then he'd call the like a police or a newspaper source and be like, "What is Try that? To out this yeah, guy. what is that? You you ate that just fun like size to Snickers? undermine his yeah, undermine his um right. his point of view exactly. Yeah, for so sure, like, you, you've been eating snacks. Wow! And then he's like, "No, I haven't." Like, well, look at all these things, and he'll smear a little chocolate on the guy's face it's or on his on the side of his lip. Absurd. Yeah, absurd I, that he would do that. <laughs> so. So basil on one end, and then wolf. You know, I've also seen wolf. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? Um, he will sometimes <laughs> just go to like a little league uh, football or baseball game. He does, he's You've seen no both. single person there. Yeah, you've seen both. Both. He'll just sit on the bleachers, wait for a car to like pull up, <laughs> like a dad late for his kid's game. Oh yeah. And he'll run to the car and he'll say, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It happened in the second inning. What happened? Your son. Uh, we had to take him to the hospital." <laughs> And, oh, uh, and he'll get in the car with the dad. <laughs> oh, They'll drive to the hospital, hospital together. Holy shit. Yeah. And then once they get there, John Wolf will just, he'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll open he'll, the door. He'll rob the yeah. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he take him to the hospital? It's crazy. He, he'll actually, he wants the dad to be panicked and like thinking about other shit. Well, that's, that makes a lot of sense because he told me that one time he actually set up a dummy infirmary that he took the dad he's to. He's into dummy shit. Yeah, he's into, yeah. he has a lot of dummy, like dummy times <laughs> yeah. in a dummy infirmary. Yeah, so he set up this whole fake set. And he had a doctor and a nurse, and he even like an entire like EKG monitor, and he even hired a dummy chi- a dummy child, right? A deaf, diamond, a dumb, and blonde blind yeah, and kid. And the kid just lied down. He put a blanket over everything yeah. except for the feet, and he wheeled them past the window. <laughs> and the, like the parents were just like floored. For, yeah, they were freaked. flipping out. And I'm like, what do you get? What do you get? from this do you get cash and he says sometimes i do sometimes i rob charity yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes a lot of it is just me being a, a public nuisance a dickling and a chaos creator yeah and then i'll howl at the moon and yeah. he'll say i am john wolf <laughs> how is he still around how is he still alive how is he not in jail it's crazy technically none of the things he's doing is illegal that's well that's like another thing dummy dimes are dummy yeah, dimes are yeah Fake counterfeit currency. money yeah of course that's <laughs> but he's not spending it he's also donating. robbing people yeah he said we said that <laughs> he did that that's true illegal. and the emotional trauma caused by telling someone right. that you can get children. sued for that yeah yeah for sure so what should this guy tell his girlfriend oh i forgot that that's even happening just you don't have to hang out with them you're they're not your friends uh, okay all right next question all right one time i saw john wolf <laughs> shove a bystander an innocent bystander <laughs> question number two comes from a lady who what football player has the most feminine name hmm. is Fle- is Fleener's full name is full name uh, Fleener's first name Casey I think it's Kobe oh that's pretty Kobe Fleener yeah that could be a girl's name alright Kobe Fleener writes Hey guys, love you and love the show. I was hoping you'd be able to give me some peace of mind. I recently got back together with an ex. Maybe a good idea, maybe a bad one, but I digress. We've been back together for a month and a half, and I feel like things are going really well. We've even decided to be exclusive again and be boyfriend and girlfriend. Here's where things get sticky. I've noticed that my boyfriend has both OkCupid and Tinder on his phone. This isn't exactly strange since we originally met through Tinder. The problem is I find it weird he still has both apps on his phone even after we've decided to be exclusive. And no, I didn't find it through snooping. He was showing me a picture and I saw the apps. 
I didn't say anything, and he didn't either. Am I being too sensitive? He's a friendly person, but if he's trying to make friends, I feel like it isn't through a dating app. Please help. I really love this guy, and I don't want, to th- I don't want him to think that I'm being suspicious. Thanks, guys. Much love. Cody or K- Kobe Fleener? Um, I just want to say, on the hottest day of the summer this year, yeah. John Wolf went to a crowded <laughs> pool and pooped in it. What did he do? He, he shit in the oh, pool. So that everyone had to, to get out. Everyone was peaceful, uh, cooling down. <laughs> yeah. And he shit in the pool. He actually passed the buck onto a said, like 75-year-old lap swimmer. old lady. And she, uh, was, she was banned from, from the, the pool, pool for the rest of the summer. Yeah. She eventually died because she wasn't getting any exercise. She became diabetic and died. Well, that's the crazy thing. And then they suspected Wolf, and they tested the feces, and it was hers. He must have... He tampered he with the fucking, evidence. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Or, or he got the shit, and he like literally dumped like it. Like he yeah, took it from like her he toilet. he took it from her toilet, it's I fucking think. Sick. He's so conniving. Yeah. It's He's, like... And it's like all he does all day <laughs> yeah. is scheme yeah. and plot. <laughs> yeah. He's diabolical. Yeah. He's diabolical. That's yeah, what he yeah, is. Yeah, it's what it is. It's exactly right. He's like the he's the joker. He's a villain. Yeah. He's, he's a villain. villainous. He's a social villain for yeah. sure. Uh so this girl, this guy still has Tinder. How long have they been back together? A month and a half. Oh yeah, no, that's bad. I love that this girl is so sweet. She's like, I don't know, maybe he's just using him to make friends. Oh, Honey. No one, honey, no one makes friends on Tinder. <laughs> no. We don't make friends. No, you never make friends, even in life, let alone on OkCupid. Okay right, yeah, no, I'm not here to make friends, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what he probably, well, okay, well, there's two layers. There's one that he's actively using it, which is really bad, and then there's one where he keeps it on in the background, because like, he's like, I'm going to break up soon, I might as well like keep getting those swipes in, so that right. when I'm done, I got this pool of reservoir. But then there's also, I mean, personally, this would never happen to me. Of course. Because I'm, I, I keep my phone clean, you know? But yeah. you, like, you'll meet people that have just like pages and pages of apps. apps. Yeah. So I would say, let's go on the pages. If he's got three pages or less of apps, break up with him. Oh. So if but he- if he's got like four pages or more, then I think he just maybe didn't delete it yet. Oh, what if she just checks? Can't she see how often he uses it when he was last logged in? Well, I think if you log in, it'll say last logged in just now. Right. But what if you're on OkCupid and you check some, like from somebody else's OkCupid profile, you search for him and then it says the last time he logged in. Or you could also just log into his Tinder and see um, how many, like how recently he's had a match. Oh, that's good. Or you can delete Tinder and see if he questions you about it. I think I would ask him about it. That's probably the... The most, the best direct way to do it is like, hey, I got to talk to you about something. It's in my head. I want this. Like, if we're gonna give this relationship another shot, which we are, I guess. Yeah. Um, let's put everything on the table. Right. Why you still got Tinder? Why you still got OK Cupid? <laughs> and then see what he does with that. Yeah. If he if he acts like super caught, he'll he'll get really red faced really quickly. Right. I mean, Wolf did the same thing. He was somebody's best man at the you wedding. Know, dude, I've seen Wolf. He downloaded like, Tinder on his phone. I, yeah. Yep. On a fia- on on the bride and the groom's phone. Right. Swiped and for a while too. <laughs> they keep... even like had some matches. It was it was damning to right. be sure. And then they both find out about the other one. And that's not the first time he's done that. It's a <laughs> fucking crazy thing. He downloaded Tinder on his mother's phone. Oh my god. Told his father about it. Oh my. Gosh. If you can imagine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I can only imagine because we're talking about the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. This vigilante. This this social vigilante. This werewolf. <laughs> 
<laughs> this man, this coward man, <laughs> this yellow man. Uh, so you it's say chicken man, yeah, it's chicken human. So you're saying to uh, confront him about it. Yeah, I that's I say confront him about it, uh, but also I stand by my. Um, if he's got a lot of apps and it seems like he's not like just you know doesn't really do a lot Clean of maintenance house. on his phone, then maybe it's not a big deal at all, and you shouldn't even like. I think Tinder is a bigger deal than OK Cupid. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. Okay, sure. keep it, you just sort of keep it running in the background of your life. Tinder, you got to really be actively swiping. That's true. And I mean, like, I feel like you're pretty aware when you have Tinder. It's one of those apps that's just like at the forefront of your mind when you unlock your phone. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. <clears throat> Do you think it's a necessary thing if you're in a relationship to delete those apps? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what's the point of having them? Exactly. Yeah. It's I only think- temptation. Right. I mean, I think it's, yes, of course. It's like a sign of disrespect to the person. Tinder is basically saying I'm still on the market. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's an app that uh, broadcasts that you're a single available person. That's a wolf move to be sure. Oh, yeah. Classic wolf. Actually, there's another question about temptation. I think, I think, I think. I hope. Um, oh, no. But I, we do have one more about... Um, about marriage. Good. That's what made me think of it. Um, it's another female. It's another effeminate um, a name. Russell Wilson? Oh, uh, no. I would say that's an objectively male name. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. What about uh, Cody Parkey? Yeah. He's the kicker for the Eagles. His name is Cody, and his last name is Parkey. What about Mark Sanchez? That's also very exclusively Masculine? male. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay or you apologize or that's a stupid thing you said <laughs> you're not apologizing you're saying you're not showing you, so you want me to say sorry and say okay <laughs> yeah that's actually just a masculine male hmm. all right <laughs> all right or you apologize for what yeah, you yeah, yeah 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 no, yeah yeah what yeah yeah okay all right sure jesus christ i'm sorry Someone who I considered, sorry, Cody Parkey writes, someone who I considered a very good friend just got married. They had a multi-year engagement, and during that time, we have discussed her wedding and attended the wedding of other friends together. I assume that since we've been friends for over 10 years, that I would be invited. Wrong. I was on Facebook chat and received a message of her double-checking my address so she could send me her wedding announcement. I was psyched until I realized that an announcement isn't the same as an invitation. I know that times are tight and that weddings are expensive. I have just always considered her someone that would be invited to my own wedding, so it stings to be snubbed. I'm in the later half of my 20s, so I want to be an adult about this. Should I send a gift when I receive the announcement? Should I confront her and say how much it hurt not being invited? Has this ever happened to either of you? What would you do? Love, Cody Parkey. Mm. So she's getting an. Is that a? I didn't even know that. Neither I've never gotten I. a wedding announcement. That's strange. Is there a chance that she's wrong and she is invited? I feel like it. I feel like there is. Can I have your? Can I have your address? I want uh, to send you a letter that says I'm getting married, and that's that. I don't think that. Wait, look it up. What, we, wedding announcement. Yeah, that seems weird. Uh, wedding announcement versus invitation. Yeah. That I've never I've 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 like heard of save the dates, but that's also a precursor to the invitation versus wedding announcement versus invitation. 
let's just assume for a minute that she's right. Oh, wedding invitation etiquette? Announcements versus invitations. Those are two different things. You order wedding announcement cards at the same time you order your wedding invitation cards to save on expenses, but you do not send out the wedding announcements until after the wedding has taken place. Oh, like the wedding already happened. So she is. She says, I want to send you a letter that says I got married. Like but, the wedding happened and let me send you something that says I got married. That's so, that's yeah. That's an insane dick move. Why would... I, <laughs> But here, like, why would you have? It, I, it seems like there wouldn't be two camps. Like, I'll invite these people to the wedding, and other everyone else, I'll just tell. Yeah, it's like instead of Facebook, it's like an announcement. By the way, I got married. Well, but why would you just? I feel like if there's somebody that I'm close enough that I want to tell that I'm getting married, I would invite them to the wedding. Really? So everybody that you'd want to tell, you would invite? That's not true. Anyway, yeah, anyone I would want to tell, like in a sort of fancy way like that <laughs> if i ever get married i would like put, <laughs> post it online or something yeah, it's just and then i wouldn't uh mail everyone who wasn't invited a letter <laughs> saying the party was dope we're married we're so happy and y'all weren't invited nor missed <laughs> i can't stress enough that everyone who we wanted to be there was there and we weren't wanting for anyone no we had we, we didn't miss a single soul I also, but like, also, weddings are, it's so weird because it's, it's like, that's somebody else's thing. Yeah. Just it's like, I know can't. it's, it's so small that you would feel slighted. It's, I understand that you do, but it's like, this is your world where you were invited to a party, but this, your friend is getting married. That's right. insane. It's such a huge undertaking. And, and this you're gonna, one tiny little thing. You're going to make gonna her like, feel bad. Yeah. Which she should be, but maybe not right now. Right. So I think we should say, don't send a gift. Sure. But also, Especially if you're mad. Yeah. You don't have to send a gift if you weren't invited. Uh, giving someone a gift is like, thanks for paying for my fancy dinner that night. Right. You paid $180 for me to be there. So I'm going to give you a gift that's so, that hopefully reimburses you for a certain percentage of the cost. Exactly. So no No present. gift. But also, no anger. No confrontation. Oh, yeah. You can still be angry. You just shouldn't bring it up. Right. Bottle it up. And maybe you don't have to invite her to your wedding now. Oh, that's good. You just save some money. There we go. You know Wolf sent out that wedding announcement for the couple that had just broken up. Uh-huh. Yeah. The guy like got caught cheating on his girlfriend. He'll often do things right. like that. And so he'll, he'll just investigate, do a little like private, completely private right. eye, like unpaid snooping really yeah and he'll find out a couple that just broke up in a very public embarrassing shameful way and, and then he'll, he'll send out a and he'll wedding. photoshop uh wedding announcements and he'll find out who their friends are dark attitude. so much <laughs> so, so much effort to send out a wedding announcement so that then as they're going through this horrible emotionally ugh, destructive thing they're right. also fielding calls and emails of saying congratulations and they, on, like they probably want space but in this time they have to be together to right. deal with this exactly. crisis exactly and they cannot this pr nightmare <laughs> this pr nightmare bullshit that he is just like and he's like a master puppeteer and he doesn't see, he doesn't get off at to seeing it cuz he's never even there like he doesn't know this couple right he's not experiencing the fallout he's often busy planning his exactly. his, his next, next con scheme, his yeah. next con his long con yeah. short con it doesn't matter he doesn't even see it he just likes in the back of his head knowing that he cre- he's an agent of chaos right he created this he'll chaos. start a forest fire and walk away his back turned the entire time right, never exactly. even turning to look nor does he check the news 
feel the warmth. It works. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, no, that, just, that doesn't get him off. Right. What gets him off is just knowing in the back of his head that people are scrambling. That he's disrupting. Yeah. The yeah, status, the status quo. quo. Things yeah. are different because of him and always for the worse. Because <laughs> he's hungry like John Wolf. <laughs> Uh, let's take a break and then come back and answer one last email. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. This HeadGum podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. All right, we're back. Uh, we mentioned we have the shows January 23rd. No, January 24th. In, 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 in Austin. In Austin. January 25th in Houston. A Texas two-step. 
For sure. Uh, anything else we should mention on this program? Mm. Oh, didn't you want to mention that you can watch Peter Pan on NBC? Oh, yeah, because we were assholes and we didn't... Uh, talk about it yeah Yeah. allison's like so good to us by coming on our podcast (laughs) and we pay her back by doing nothing ever yeah it sounded like they got a lot of viewers anyway yeah they did they actually ended up getting millions of viewers without our help for whatever reason the the whole thing went off without a hitch even though me and amir didn't promote it it was able to be viral even without our tweets uh (laughs) but you could if you did miss peter pan live uh, Allison Williams, who's been on this show before, was on it and played Peter Pan. Yeah, she was actually very down- she was the titular role. Yeah, uh, our friend Allison was in it. She oh, was yeah. in that one. Who the, was she? She, she played, played one of the boys, the Lost Boys, mm-hmm. the, the main one with the Pan. Green. Yeah, yeah, Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, the green one. The, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, the one that like doesn't grow. I don't know. Right. Well, this the play is named after that Her. character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Uh-huh. That's a funny little coincidence. Right. So she plays that one. And uh, you can watch it on NBC.com, you said? I think it's on NBC.com, yeah. So there's still time to watch and support uh, Allison Williams. It's never and too late. We're sorry we didn't say anything before the show. We were so high last week. I know, dude. Yeah, I we was honestly baked. smoked a joint. <laughs> yeah. And then we each ate a we, little, a, a pot. An edible. A, yeah, an edible a coffee bean. Edible. Yeah. It was a little espresso <laughs> we, bean. We went Dutch on an espresso bean. Uh-huh. We ate it uh, Lady in the Tramp style. Right. With our teeth so close together. That we eventually nearly kissed. But definitely Frenched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we definitely... Our lips didn't touch, but, <laughs> but our, our tongues, tongues did. did. Yeah, uh-huh. we, were, we were tongue-licking each other, <laughs> to be sure. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. The Laced Treats actually reminds me of the time that Wolf set up that bake sale. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. He didn't I even don- well. he didn't even donate it. Yeah, he just he literally started a bake sale. Yep. and urged so many people to bring stuff and bake stuff for it, and he replaced all the treats. So he would throw away the fresh the fresh brownies and cookies oh. and replace it with his laced food. That's interesting. I do. I just I just realized. Um, I was thinking of a different bake sale scheme that he did. Oh, really? Where he he actually made an amazing uh, it was it was an amazing dish um uh just like a ton tons of sweet treats delicious food uh and all the signs just said it's for a good cause it's for a good cause uh-huh. so people really supported the supported it he raised uh you know over a thousand dollars but then he he ended up <laughs> donating the money to the kkk <laughs> Oh, so he did he a part, yeah. He took an ad out in the newspaper to say like, <laughs> and then like you know there are pictures of people supporting Giving money. <laughs> oh, the money so it's like to the he KKK. defamed yeah. characters right, in his exactly. in his local community. So like these are the people that went to the KKK bake sale. Oh, <laughs> just like such a such a dick dick dickling move. It really is. That actually, it's so weird you bring that one up because then it jogs to my mind yet a third bake sale <laughs> oh, uh, scheme. He was on that tip yeah. for a bit. He, really <laughs> he went was. through like a phase or something mm-hmm. he heard about a bake sale like a neighborhood bake sale to raise money or right. awareness or something for like a they wanted to turn like a firehouse into a public space yep so they were raising money to like say make enough rent to save the firehouse that's really nice that sounds and like he, a good cause this one is super subtle it's like almost nothing but he <laughs> <laughs> that's he, almost what makes it yeah he sh- everyone's selling these baked goods and he showed <laughs> he showed up with 10 pizzas and well, just I to guess, like undermine. Not, <laughs> I don't think to undermine. I think more like 
he wanted the person in charge to have to tell him that they couldn't sell pizza because it was like a bake sale. So like it was such a small thing that he like wanted to put this just, the, the organizer the, the, in a just weird like, yeah just make them a little uncomfortable. yeah exactly because he you feel bad he spent yeah. a lot of money on the pizzas which he did uh-huh. and then but like you can't just sell pizza right. slices at and a actually bake sale. I did I heard about this maybe not from you but an, but another one of our mutual friends. Because when he was told, eventually, you know, the person was very kind. They said, like, you know, we can't um, selling this. <laughs> he he walked. He threw them all out in a trash can in like uh, a in a big display, like in a huff. and then like angrily stood around, brooding uh, uh, nearby the bake. He didn't leave the scene. No, he didn't. Just go home. He like he like, and this is the even the craziest part. He brooded for like maybe an hour. Oh gosh! Then he stormed off in a huff. Everybody felt relieved. 20 minutes later, he came back, and everyone With was what? like a little fearful that he came back to hurt someone. He had two pizzas, didn't he? <laughs> he yeah. He yeah. was wondering. He's like, he came back with a calzone, yeah. actually. <laughs> Said, maybe this will do. And they felt too bad to like tell him to turn around. But the calzone was laced. It was laced. It ended up being laced with like Visine. <laughs> the wolf lives. Uh, let's get to the last question. One of my faves. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, we need one last. Um, oh, wow. Another lady. We really shouldn't have chosen a football, <laughs> football game. game. Yeah. Uh, Jeez Louise. Uh, uh, um, Eli Manning. But like Eli is like a cool new But that's not a name. That's not a player from the... From the game that we watched? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, hmm. Let's go with um, LaShawn McCoy. That's perfect. LaShonda McCoy. Right. Okay. I have a problem. I've been going out with this guy for maybe three months. It started off as just a sex thing, but now we seem to be pretty fond of each other. So we are both seniors in high school and have different hobbies. I enjoy photography and playing guitar, but on the other hand, he enjoys parkour and phones. He's very attractive and has an awesome sense of humor. The phone thing is weird. I can deal with that. But I've always had a problem with teenage boys doing parkour. The problem is that he's really bad and constantly wants me to film him. Uh, as <laughs> Constantly wants me to film him. Then make me comment on what he can improve. When the fact is he should just simply stop jumping on rocks. So should I jump this... Should I dump this fuckboy and move on to greater, better things? Explain to him that I despise when he makes he makes me film him, or just simply deal with it and like him for him. Thanks, LaShawn McCoy. Oh my god. So she has two hobbies. Photography and guitar. Which are both hobbies. Sure. And he has, he has two hobbies. Which uh parkour. Which is a hobby. And phones. Which is not <laughs> which is a noun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like i have a lot of hobbies i like jogging oh, and nice ties huh? yeah i do <laughs> i'm actually really into fishing and paper clips <laughs> yeah not really a hobby but wall <laughs> yeah not a hobby what do you mean you're in, you, that your hobby is phones i bet it's not that you build them. really my my hobby is keys yeah so it's just things we keep in our pockets <laughs> yeah I guess everyone has a phone hobby, or at the very least, a phone in general. Yeah, he uses it a lot, so that's sort of a hobby. She doesn't mind the phone hobby. Honestly, it's actually kind of sexy. He has just a drawer full of old Samsung Galaxies (laughs) and Palm Pilots. But, unfortunately, when he's jumping around doing actually athletic shit, she can't stand it. 
It's funny that he's not good at parkour. Yeah. It's such a fun thing to be bad at. It is funny to imagine him like trying to do a flip off a wall, like six <laughs> old iPhones come out of his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, my phones. My two obvious they can they conflict with each other because my phones weigh me down. Yeah, these crazers are sort of keeping my pants sagging down below my ankles. I have a backpack full of StarTex, <laughs> so I can't really do a good three sixty. <laughs> Uh, making your girlfriend watch you make you forcing her to uh, film you do parkour and then making her comment on what he can do to improve no you could definitely jump on this rock smoother um the way you jumped on the rock and jumped off it was um clumsy so sort of make it i mean we've gotten questions like this from the other side where it's like my girlfriend doesn't support my hobby which is kind of sad i know that's what i'm saying I think it's like bad as he is at parkour. If you liked him, you might find this kind of thing endearing. Yeah. So maybe you could take it as a bad sign that you have no interest in supporting his hobby. But then also, like, what if you were dating somebody who was like, yo, please come see my stand up comedy or please come, like, li- listen to my uh, band sing at open mic night? Right. And you went, and it's just like really objectively bad. What happens? What would you feel? Well, I don't know. I would feel bad. I would feel weird because I, I, I would have to lie to her right. and say, that was good. And then she's like, yeah, nobody else likes it. And like, yeah, they're all wrong. I'm right. It was good. <laughs> Are you just saying that? I'm not just saying that because I socially have to. Well, so yeah, maybe you just have to be okay with the fact that he's not good, but that he is working to improve. He's, he will get better. He has to practice i mean you can't get worse he's not going to be like maybe he's not going to be a professional parkour or yeah but he'll get better and he'll feel good about himself and you'll feel good so you should feel good about that that being said if you don't like filming it just say i don't want to film it but i like that you do it and i'll check out the videos from time to time but um we're not going to be a duo yeah i'm not going to be your spielberg and you my subject yeah you have your own hobbies he has his he doesn't need to like drag you you don't you know buy phones with him on the weekend yeah. <laughs> supporting that hobby wholeheartedly i just hope he doesn't get injured doing parkour at one of those parks that uh wolf has already gotten to you know how he does the oh yeah where he like, his vaseline right and uh he'll do <laughs> vaseline and uh i've seen him like loosen a bar on the monkey bars <laughs> right. and oh, it's always yeah, like yeah. the last one so there's sort of like one mad desperate yeah grab for the last one and then boom yeah yep, you fall and he's never again he's never there to see it nope he doesn't want to see it the wood chips you know like those park with the wood chip floor yeah, yeah. seen him just spread tacks around on them oh or he like very subtly like makes subtle. them all point <laughs> a lot of what he does is subtle subtle yeah so he'll make make them all point in a specific way where it hurts when you walk on it yeah because usually wood chips are random and like uh, over the course of time they <laughs> yeah, he'll just go around and and, right sure yeah yeah so he'll, he'll turn them, them all up <laughs> And it's nearly impossible to ID because he does it with the gloves. He does it with gloves. Yeah. So, <laughs> though I couldn't imagine a police officer, <laughs> you know, fingerprinting. Uh, right, again, it's not test. a crime. Technically, <laughs> yeah. nothing he's doing is illegal, which is so ultimately fucked, fucked part. beyond fucked. Right. Uh, so support his hobby. Get into phones. Get into parkour. You don't have to film him. Uh, right. Uh, and if you can't get past it, you shouldn't tell him to stop. If anything, you should just stop being with him. Right. Just focus on other stuff. Also, I just wanted to mention one time, uh, John Wolf. I heard he. Um, I think he, we're thinking of the same story. You like, do, yeah, the yeah. old folks' home one. Yeah, yeah. 
this is amazing, where he, <laughs> he went up on an entire floor in an old folks home, told every single occupant in every single room that their grandchildren were there to see them and they would be right up. <laughs> oh, so yeah. they all like wheeled out into the hallway and they were so excited. Right. And he just, he just left. And I, I heard that story and I was like, what? How did, sorry, they let him in, this stranger in, and they're like, no, 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 John has been volunteering here for a year. So that's... It was such a long, 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 con. long con. Yeah, and a lot of it is subtle. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is subtle. None of it is illegal. And it's, I don't know. That's it's, that's the wolf. He's a nuisance. Yes, <laughs> but so much more so than that. Right. Because he's only noose. He's yeah. only a nuisance, and he's, he's nothing ever better. Right. He's a he's a public enemy. <laughs> I really think he is. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's our episode. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. If you have your own questions uh, or theme song submissions, please send it to if I were you show at gmail.com. We do read them all. We just can't respond to them all. The opening theme song was written by Amir Iqbal, and the last one is written, uh, it's a rap by a lady named Ellie. So that's cool. pretty exciting. Thank you. Uh, so thanks to everyone for listening. I think we're back on Thursday this week. Okay. So that's pretty chill. Aye, aye. We'll see you soon. Want some advice from two great mates? Well, look no further than Amir and Jake. The rhymes are cool and the jokes are sick. The A great rappers and the impros quick. His name is Jaywitz, known as the Pinch. Throw him a curveball and he don't flinch. He's an anti-ex, pro-sex guy. If I saw him on Tinder, I'd be swiping right. The questions are dumb and sometimes crude, but Amish Lowell is a pretty chill dude. In a sticky situation, don't know what to do. I'd listen to them if I were you. Hello? Hi, it's me, Russ Matthews, America's gay. Listen, I get it. Life is hard. Okay, we all struggle. Boyfriend problems, girlfriend problems, job problems, life problems, which TV show to watch. Honey, I get it. You need help. That's why I'm here. I'm the gay best friend you wish you had, and honey, you know you need. It's Straight Talk with me, Ross Matthews. This is tough love, honey, but it's worth it, like plucking or waxing. Get your weekly gay pep talk right here on podcastone.com.